Welcome to EDBR, Eldorado Broadcast Radio. Hello everyone, this is Dwayne. I am the last free voice for the free people of Eldorado. It has been a while since my last transmission. Sometimes it takes longer for my little birds to get back to me. Eh, migration season and mating season, they tend to be a little distracted, much like our heroes from Kingsdale. But we'll get into that one later. Anyway, here are some rumors from around North America. One of the magic guilds in Kingsdale has begun offering a techno-wizard variation of the juicer conversion that is powered off dragon's blood. The dragon juicer was created by a Kingsdale mage by the name of Regis, creating this killing machine after almost dying from an allergic reaction when he ingested dragon's blood. Apparently, a lot of humans are allergic to dragon's blood, so don't drink it. So this conversion provides a dragon juicer with similar physical capabilities to a juicer while providing some capabilities from the type of dragon's blood that pumps into them. My little birds tell me the Federation of Magic has just paid a significant amount of money for this secret process. It's also been whispered that several dragons have commissioned small armies of dragon juicers that they will feed with their own blood. Both of those are pretty scary prospects for any community bordering the Federation. Scholars from the University of New Laszlo has published a five-year study in the the Bugmen of Canada. They estimate that the swarm lands in Manitoba and northern Minnesota have a population of about 30,000. However, a different bird informs me that the Coalition Intelligent estimates is somewhere around the number of 300,000. I wonder how these scholars did their research. According to most scouts and adventurers that operate around the swarm lands, anyone traveling into the area can expect to need to sw- fend off sorry, uh, attacks for f- several hours from scouts and hunters and small swarms. The bugmen are hostile and extremely aggressive towards any intelligent life which they view as mortal enemies. Even the native plant life is wiped out by these creatures as they transform parts of Canada into a sprawling alien landscape. Most people who live in the area will go extra distance to travel around the hivelands. According to wilderness scouts and American Native American tribesmen uh, that live in the area, they believe that there are over one million bugmen on Rift's Earth. If that's the case, those scholars should go back to their library for some extra study time. As I quipped before, the Kingsdale convoy has finally made it to Tampoco. Of course, our conveyors of the crude cannot be without their social drama. Apparently, the gender strife caused by the arrival of Tiffy and the Tiffy Tarts continues with our residents of the convoy, and the resident Undead Slayer attempts to mend bridges and broken hearts while in the buff. We'll just have to say that Valka did not appreciate the human body in its unclosed form and threw him and the Cyber Knight out on their ears. So the latest episode of As the Rift Pulses continues. Hopefully, the Jilted Lovers will be able to work together at least, because they are not out of the frying pan just yet. Apparently, an entire battalion of Coalition Marines made landfall between the convoy and the Tampoco military base. Their presence was so powerful that it caused the convoy to experience premonitions of the convoy being wiped out to a sentient. That definitely convinced some strong-headed convoy soldiers to keep them from charging heroically to their deaths. A phrase from the past comes to mind. Total party kill anyone? So, with impressions of how the future could go, the convoy was able to circumnavigate the threat of the coalition to finally arrive at the Tampoco Military Protectorate. 
So, the TMP is an interesting place. From what I've been told, explorers about a decade ago mapping out the shores of Mexico found a location that was discovered to be rich in oil and gas, not unlike the fields here in El Dorado. Unfortunately, these resources were at the bottom of the ocean instead of on dry land. Well, eventually, a mercenary from Kingsdale named Roger Gamblin found out about the location and gathered a company of like-minded men who he called the Gamblin Men to long march into vampire territory to take control of this resource-rich area. So why is it that most mercenaries seem to come from Kingsdale? I just don't get it. Anyway, after a long fight to secure the area, General Gambin determined that he had a hand worth holding and was not willing to fold in, nor walk away, nor run. One of his LTs, Anita Hook, was able to decipher the ancient documents of how to extract the crude oil. While it was a long process, they eventually were able to develop a lucrative oil business that our guardians of the Greece were sent to collect. However, keeping the area safe from vampires is a constant fight, and our convoy crusaders might have inadvertently hurt that defense. In my last transmission, I told you about a battle between the convoy and a necromancer that cost the life of the group's, one of the group's doors. As with many things on Rift's Earth, in Mexico, there are varying shades of gray when it comes to necromancy. In Mexico, there are actual good necromancers that use their undead minions to protect others from the undead vampires. These necromancers actually commune with the spirits of the dead and get the dead's permission to use their bodies to turn into zombies, skeletons, and mummies. The necromancer that the convoy defeated was one of the good guys and was actually on his way to help in the defense of Tampoco. So, needless to say, General Gamblin was not too pleased with the heroes of the highway and pressed them into service to defend Fort Tampoco while he coordinated for a new necromancer and his, their minions. Of course, this was all while their tankers were being filled with Texas tea. Of course, one of their first jobs was to recon the con coalition presence in the area. As I pointed out, an entire battalion landed in the area and the Tampoco troopers sorted out to spy on the dead boys. What they found is that the entire group of Coalition had disappeared and left nothing but cast-off weapons, armored, and powered armor. While they were able to salvage a bunch of stuff, it was strange, but I hear Mexico is a weird place anyway. Anyways, the one thing that you could expect while defending a military post in Mexico is fighting off vampires. Like the ancient American hero Abraham Lincoln, the oil errand boys spent their time on the beach fighting vampires from dusk till dawn. The reports of the battle are a little disjointed, but they include Sir Bob and the Undead Slayer killing a huge six-legged wolf monster, the group dumping a bunch of vampires into the city moat, and a mind melter tricking the group into thinking some of the townsfolk had turned into vampires within their midst. After a night of vampire slaying, what better way to blow off steam in Tampoco than to visit Uncle Turkey Buzzer's show-nuff chicken for the best fried chicken in Mexico, followed up by the Cyber Knight partaking in a pit fight at the old Rusty Boot, which may or may not have led to a barroom brawl. I wonder what Lord Coke would have to say about Sir Bob standing in the order. Well, I guess only time will tell. This is EDBR, signing off. Eldorado Broadcast Radio is a Savage Rifts fan podcast and part of the Voice of Hope archive recorded for the Rifts Living Campaign Club. If you have any questions, you can contact me at voiceofhopepodcast at gmail.com. Savage Rifts and Deadlands are copyright 2016 and trademark to Pinnacle Entertainment Group, all rights reserved. Rifts and the Megaverse are registered trademarks of Palladium Books.